Numbers 6 Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If any of the people, either men or women, take the special vow of the Nazarite, setting themselves apart to the Lord in a special way, they must give up wine and other alcoholic drinks. They must not use vinegar made from wine or from other alcoholic drinks. They must not drink fresh grape juice, and they must not eat grapes or raisins. As long as they are bound by their Nazarite vow, they are not allowed to eat or drink anything that comes from a grapevine, not even the grape seeds or skins. They must never cut their hair throughout the time of their vow, for they are holy and set apart to the Lord. Until the time of their vow has been fulfilled, they must let their hair grow long, and they must not go near a dead body during the entire period of their vow to the Lord. Even if the dead person is their own father, mother, brother or sister, they must not defile themselves, for the hair on their head is the symbol of their separation to God. This requirement applies as long as they are set apart to the Lord. If someone falls dead beside them, the hair they have dedicated will be defiled. They must wait for seven days and then shave their heads. Then they will be cleansed from their defilement. On the eighth day, they must bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will offer one of the birds for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. In this way, he will purify them from the guilt they have incurred through contact with the dead body. Then they must reaffirm their commitment and let their hair begin to grow again. The days of their vow that were completed before their defilement no longer count. They must rededicate themselves to the Lord as a Nazarite for the full term of their vow and each must bring a one-year-old male lamb for a guilt offering. This is the ritual law for Nazarites. At the conclusion of their time of separation as Nazarites, they must each go to the entrance of the tabernacle and offer their sacrifices to the Lord. A one-year-old male lamb without defect for a burnt offering. A one-year-old female lamb without defect for a sin offering a ram without defect for a peace offering, a basket of bread made without yeast, cakes of choice flour mixed with olive oil and wafers spread with olive oil, along with their prescribed grain offerings and liquid offerings. The priest will present these offerings before the Lord. First the sin offering and the burnt offering, then the ram for a peace offering, along with the basket of bread made without yeast. The priest must also present the prescribed grain offering and liquid offering to the Lord. Then the Nazarites will shave their heads at the entrance of the tabernacle. They will take the hair that had been dedicated and place it on the fire beneath the peace offering sacrifice. After the Nazarite's head has been shaved, the priest will take for each of them the boiled shoulder of the ram 
and he will take from the basket a cake and a wafer made without yeast. He will put them all into the Nazarite's hands. Then the priest will lift them up as a special offering before the Lord. These are holy portions for the priest, along with the breast of the special offering and the thigh of the sacred offering that are lifted up before the Lord. After this ceremony, the Nazarites may again drink wine. This is the ritual law of the Nazarites, who vow to bring these offerings to the Lord. They may also bring additional offerings if they can afford it, and they must be careful to do whatever they vowed when they set themselves apart as Nazarites. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. The photo for today's episode was taken in Canterbury, England. It's from Canterbury Cathedral, and I found myself there one gorgeous summer's day when the temperature was just perfect for walking. Not too hot, just wonderful. And as I walked towards the cathedral, there was just really the right amount of hustle and bustle. You know, because of the last two years, places just haven't had the same amount of tourists. And this is 2022. A lot of places aren't back at the number of visitors that they used to have, but really it's a nice amount. When I go to historical places, if they provide a tour that I can just quickly take, that's always a lot of fun. Otherwise, I like to take the recorded, the audio tour at my own leisure. And so that's what my sister and I did when we got to the cathedral. It was really nice to just be able to go at our own pace and listen to some very interesting stories. Now, this specific cathedral, it's not super ornate, but it is beautiful. And it's a place where pilgrims have come over the years. So really, actually, my favourite part of the whole place was something that I just picked up on as I was walking on some stairs. It was how worn they were. A lot of the windows and columns, you could see where they had been restored. But these specific steps had been worn by the feet of so many pilgrims. The cathedral's been going since 597. That's a really long time. And it's actually the oldest church in England that is still being used as a church today. But when I think back to when I was in my teens at school and I had to read 
Canterbury Tales by Chaucer for English literature. I can tell you right now that I did not appreciate the Pilgrims at all. I didn't much care for English literature class, what can I say? (laughs) But to be there physically and to just kind of feel the energy and think about some of the stories. You look at the big stained glass windows and they have pictures in them of miracles that have been reported that happened there. So Archbishop Thomas Beckett was murdered by some knights right there inside the cathedral in the 1100s. It was a gruesome murder. But after that, miracles started happening. They were reported and people came from all over Europe for healing, for help, and just residue from that energy. You can feel it in that place, as I'm sure you can in places like Lourdes or any of the places around the world where miraculous healings have been reported. So just before I walked those worn steps, I looked up and I took this photo. And what I love about it, the shadows, the shapes, but mainly the complementary colours in it. So when I think about the Nazarites and the laws that they had to abide by to set themselves apart for the Lord, what was involved with that? And I think about how difficult that was, just as how difficult it was and the struggles that the pilgrims had, especially ones that were needing healing. And I just think about the things that people have done because of their faith. Well, I'll leave you with the photo and my best wishes and a hope that if you've enjoyed this episode, as well as any of the other episodes, that you share it on social media. That's a great place to get the word out, to spread the good news to a lot of people very easily. And if you like the photo, feel free to go to the website ttlm.pictures. You can download a full res version of any of the episode's photos. Until the next time, take care, and I'll be with you on the next episode.